This is Pastoring Out Loud, a podcast for Bethlehem Baptist Church's South Campus in Lakeville, Minnesota. If you're interested in learning more about our church, go to Bethlehem.Church forward slash South. Dave, we're back here with whatever we want to call it, part two. Family worship. You part didn't two. like that name though. That's fine. That's I can, fine. All right. A lot of things I don't Rando like. question. <laughs> is there any sense? I got this question last week. Is there any sense in which in the new covenant hmm. you would call a father the priest of his household? Is that an accurate label for what uh, the role of a father should be as it relates to his family and God? I uh, I can understand why people want to pick up on that analogy, um, but I think that the clear picture in the New Testament is that there's a priesthood of all believers. So Christ has made a way for all of us to have access to God, um, and so the role of a of a father is not is not like stepping into that Old Testament role of priest. The role of a father is really uh, the role of a uh, a lead discipler uh, in his family, go and make disciples, ought to just start in our homes first and then work its way out in concentric circles. And then I think there's a there's a, uh, a shepherding aspect. Uh, we want to shepherd our kids, want to love our kids, want to lead them to green pastures and still waters of Jesus where they can restore their souls. So I think I like I don't like the I don't like the priest. Uh, analogy being carried into the New Testament, I think uh, discipler and shepherd is better. Yeah, yeah. What about you? Yeah, I mean, I'd agree. Paul doesn't seem to when he speaks to Gentile households in Ephesians five or Colossians three to then kind of retool them in some kind of like old covenant way. You need to become more like a a patriarchal kind of a Hebrew family. He presents a new vision. Mm-hmm. Uh, vision of mutuality and yes with love and yes with some measure of submission but mm-hmm. well, I don't see anything in the New Testament that would present a a father as a priest over his family yep. um, so we, we really do believe like you said in the priesthood of all believers there is no other mediator between God and man other than the man Christ Jesus Amen, so. Amen. Hashtag Protestantism <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, hey, this is part two of family war. It's not family worship. Whatever. Discipling your kids? I think that's what we call it. Leading your family to the altar. <laughs> Leading your family to the altar. <laughs> nope. I come not, to no. the altar. And yeah. So where did we leave off? You had just asked me about some things we do in our family, and then I... I was going to ask you about what you did in your family. Ah, well, we don't do this perfectly. Lately, That's, praise the, God. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> It'd be yeah. really intimidating. Yeah, um, the hope for, uh, and what we what we aim to do is, I read two to three Psalms of the day, typically around the breakfast table or um, in the living room. We pray for our neighbors by name. Uh, we try pray for the day ahead and. Often, not always, but often we sing a song that connects with one of the psalms that we read. Previously, we would make our way through just the Bible reading plan that I was working on during the year um, and just like whatever the next chapter was. There was so much discontinuity Mm. depending on whether we'd 
get to it each day or not. The kids would be like, hey, what happened or what didn't happen? And some of those, I mean, <laughs> try to be tactical here, Dave. Like some of those psalms of the day are a little bit more well well suited for the attention spans of three-year-olds, six-year-olds, and nine-year-olds. Yeah. And others of them are longer. When I'm doing a Bible reading plan with all three of those kids, I'm just kind of, I, I just got to read whatever the next thing is, whether it's 80 verses or eight verses. And sometimes that doesn't suit it really well. Yeah. The kids uh, sometimes pray too, and they usually get involved in the singing pretty heartily in that regard. Um, what are we talking about? I mean, 15 minutes. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe if, if that. Sometimes a little longer, sometimes a little less. Um, but Natalie's always involved. Um, yeah. So, what? Maybe three days a week, four days a week. That happens. Cool. Anything you do, I talked about kind of uh, highlights and lowlights. Uh, so maybe this is a leading question because it's one of the things I think I admire about you as a dad. But anything you do to kind of draw your kids out to know their hearts. Because one of the things we talked about last time is want to know our kids' hearts yeah. as we're discipling them. Yeah. Um, I mean, one thing that we've aimed to do now Kibben and I for about three years and Helen, my, my six-year-old and I, just for the last few months, um, she's about three years younger than Kidman, so uh, aiming to start this now, but take them out. I mean, just I'll paint a picture. Uh, you know, Tuesday mornings, uh, I remember the first time we did this, uh, I grabbed four things the night before and have them ready to go. A little box of Legos. Uh, in those days, it was like Narnia. Hmm. Um, usually a subject of school and then a little book called the big picture um, story Bible family devotional Mm. by David Helm, which is 105 devotionals. I think if I'm counting right, 45, 90, 135 devotionals through 45 verses of the Bible. So what we did was we go to Chick-fil-A in Brunsville. Yay. Ryan. Yay. Other guys that Caroline, if you ever listen to this podcast, I'm sure you you don't. But if you ever do, maybe I'll tell you about it the next time I have a Chick-fil-A. Um, thanks so much for all your hospitality. So we show up at as soon as they open. I dump a big pile of Legos on a on a table, and we play Legos and we read some Bible and we read a devotional. And really, I've used that um, that David Helm book as a catechism hmm. for my kids. So just slowly memorizing, like, here's 45 verses that tell the entire story of the Bible. Mm. And in that, we're talking about all kinds of things that are going on. If there are, you know, long-term things that I want to talk about my son or my daughter about, or if there's things that I'm concerned about or things that they're concerned about with me, um, it's kind of an open door to be able to talk. And I would say those times have been very fruitful, not mm-hmm. just for those own times, but having more of a... Um, a broader opportunity for the rest of life to feel like I can talk to dad about this or Mm -hmm. dad can talk to me about this without it being necessarily concerning. Um, And I'm not a perfect dad by any means. Uh, Jesus is a perfect older brother. And so we're constantly looking to him and asking him for grace in those times. There's a lot of prayer that we do in those moments. Um, Yeah. So uh, I'm doing that with Cademan maybe once a month now at once every third week. And I'm trying to pick up the pace a bit more with Helen hmm. and in probably three years, 
I'll try to do that with Eden. Hmm. Sweet. Yeah. yeah, I've admired that about you and, and started doing that with Iris probably a year or two ago kind of as I was listening in on you talking about it with Cademan. So that's not right. That's another important part of parenting. We talk to each other and we pick up helpful things from each other. Talk, talk a little bit about, um, you know, we've kind of talked about these, uh, rhythms that we try to incorporate with our families as best we can. How, how would you talk about just pairing that with, so if you talk about rhythms versus random, you know, how, how do those things go together? How do they fuel each other? Yeah, your family. No, that's good. That's good. Yeah, I mean, the way that we talk about it is um, quality versus saturation. Mm-hmm. So sometimes parents have like this, you know, here's a view of like, I'm going to have a very significant time with my child um, less often. And I'm going to try to do everything appropriate or maybe a very significant time with my family. And that's one side of it. So like, for instance, you know, my my son will turn 10 here this summer and we'll go away for a couple of days mm-hmm. and have all kinds of fun and just talk. So that's like quality. We've, we've aired more on the saturation side. What I mean by that is like there are rhythms and we're just going to seek to do it um, and not do it in a way that will be overly frustrating, overly like we have to take a big swing to get it done. Just like, let's do the next thing. Let's just, all right. Tuesday, daddy's got to get ready to go. What's today? Thursday. Today's Thursday. So I read uh, Psalm 15, um, I think Psalm 75 and Psalm 105 were the three that I chose this morning. And while they're just all around eating, um, you know, a cereal, I read those three. Mm-hmm. I talked about them each a little bit. I asked a couple questions that through uh, loud, crunchy mouths they responded to. Mm-hmm. So they were chewing on mm-hmm. their cereal. And uh, mm-hmm. we prayed. Mm-hmm. And then I got ready to go and I left. Mm -hmm. So that was not like a high quality, um, you know, uh, big swing. It probably took about 10 minutes or something to do Mm -hmm. all of that. But it was just like, okay, here's a rhythm. Here's the next thing that I'm I'm doing as a dad. Your mileage may vary. The timing of the day may vary. Um, But I do think that it's important to, uh, if if you're going to aim to do this, is to just say we can do it without feeling the need to like, it's got to be incredible every time yep. or I need to see immediate fruit from it yep. or everybody's got to be emotionally engaged or, mm-hmm. you know, just right. Or my kids need to be not distracted or right. um, kids are distracted and distracting. We just kind of roll with those punches sometimes. Yeah. And I'll be honest. Sometimes I'm not the best at not being distracted by them myself, yeah. myself. So yeah. I'm, I'm aiming to in repeated ways um, just not be distracted and try to, bring them back um, in a happy, uh, hey, let's just come back to this kind of way um, without getting frustrated myself, which would just frustrate them. Right. So, That's good. Yeah. Good. Anything else you'd say about this topic? Wow, it's only an 11-minute podcast. It was meant to be just a one-parter, and then yeah, so we figured yeah. we bit off too much last time. No, I, I, I was just kind of trying to hit on what you just did just that you know as as important as those plan times are just to encourage parents you know so much of discipleship happens as life happens you know so it it happens as you know your kid gets angry and you stop and you pray lord help us you know help us not be angry help us trust you even when we don't get what we want you know yeah. so i i think you're you're 
your answer was helpful and you know we've just like you said there, there's there's planned and then there's kind of the random where you just got to roll with the punches and you just got to love your kids where they're at yeah. um so if you're a mom or a dad maybe we asked this last time i just frankly don't remember uh um yeah we're recording this before we post the other one because stuff's been backed up dave stuff's been backed <laughs> up. a lot of busy um if you're listening to this and you're a mom or a dad and this is just not something that you do mm-hmm. but you'd like to get started dave what would you recommend like how how do you i how would somebody get started maybe your kids are not super young maybe they're a little bit older maybe they're older elementary or even older than that yeah and there's not a, any rhythms like this in yeah. life what would be a, a spot to start do you think yeah, I was, I was going to say, this is going to depend on the age of your kids, right? So, yeah. um, I mean, one one thing, you know, I've done with Iris recently is, you know, I give her an assignment, for example, like read a chapter of the Bible a day and write two sentences about what you saw, and then we talk about it. Um, and, uh, I mean, it can be that simple. You know, I mean, I, I, I always tell, you know, uh, parents and just even, like, as Kelly and I talk, I'm like, man, you know, the, the word... The word of God does the work of God. And so it can just be a simple, you know, like the gospel of John is super great. <laughs> just go, man, we're going to read a chapter of the gospel of John for Iris, for Stone, for Apollos, and even Quinn, you know, if we seem interested and excited, she's probably going to, she's probably going to kind of come over and see what, what everyone's doing and, and try to draw her into that, even though she's not getting much in, uh, let's read the Bible and just say, Hey, what do you think about that? Hey, what'd you think about that? What, what what does that mean? What'd you see about Jesus? What'd you see about sin? What'd you see about... So I just start there, just really simple. And and actually, my favorite uh, resource for younger kids is the Big Picture Story Bible. I yeah. just, uh, I do think it does a good job of repeated themes that, that kids really get. We also like uh, the Jesus Storybook Bible. Um, Stoney has really gotten into... Uh, you know, and I find several young boys I know like this. There's a, it's called like the Action. Oh, the Action Story Bible. The Action Story Bible. It's like a comic book. Yeah, it looks like yep. a comic book. He really gets into that one. That's helpful for to kind of engage him. And at this point, Iris is just reading the Bible um, and, and, and reading a little bit of something called Theology, which I think I've talked about before. Um, really short little kind of theological, uh, engaging though for kids. Okay. Uh, so just start with something. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Well, brother, uh, and yeah, as fathers, we want to love our kids well in this way and be just practically speaking, like what Ephesians 5, Colossians 3 call fathers to do. Don't frustrate your kids. Don't bring your kids to anger, but raise them in the discipline mm-hmm. and admonition of the Lord. Um, and that's our, our goal as fathers. And you know, you're a father, you're a mother, you're listening to this as well. And you're just like, how do I, how do I get more into this? I mean, we'd love to talk to you. Talk to Joshua Oakley mm-hmm. too. Joshua mm-hmm. has, um, loads and loads of ideas about this. You know, he's a young dad too, and he's our children's coordinator. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he and I have been talking about this a lot. Reach out to him. Yeah. We'd love to love to help you think about how to start this if you already are, or even to learn from you if this is something that you guys are, are doing yourselves. Amen. Mm-hmm.